Hello, and welcome to Finale Rally, where we watch the series finale of a show we've never seen before and try to figure out what the heck is going on. My name's Garrett. I'm Ben. I'm Gabby. And this week, we watched a PBS and BBC show called Downton Abbey. Um, also, before we begin, special thanks to Nick Von Kanel for that amazing introduction and a bumper you'll be hearing later. <laughs> Twice. Two times if you stick, stick it out all the way to the end. Um, so, how we begin every episode is, what did we know about Downton Abbey before beginning? Gabby? I didn't know anything about it other than a friend of mine in New York used to call it me Dunton Gabby. You're Dunton Gabby? Yeah, because my name is Gabby Dunn. That's pretty good. It's funny, right? Uh-huh. That is funny. Um, yeah. And then I knew that it was the upstairs and the downstairs. Well, here's what's weird, is that you and I watch Another Period on Comedy Central. So does Ben. Oh, yeah, you do? Yeah, I Which watch that as well. Which is <laughs> a parody of this show. Uh-huh. Combined so, with, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians or something like mm -hmm. that, right? So we were watching a parody of two shows we don't watch. Yeah. That, I didn't realize how close to Downton Abbey another period was either. Right. So I knew more than I thought because of having seen another period. But it's weird that the show holds up for me, another period holds up for me as comedy, even though I hadn't seen Downton Abbey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, and I like it without having seen either of the Source shows. I don't know. Isn't like that weird? Just there enough in the culture that you sort of get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben, what did you know about Downton Abbey? I knew that it was from England. Uh huh. I knew that it uh, had Maggie Smith in it. Professor McGonagall herself. That's yes. the one. And for you potheads out there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew. The, like a bunch of people, there are some names that were familiar because they get nominated for Emmys. Mm. Uh, Michelle Dockery, I think, is the short-haired, brown-haired yeah, lady. Yeah, I knew about her. The one uh, who was married to the race car driver? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Sorry, retired race car driver? Yes, thank you. I, that's basically it. I just knew it was uh, about British, rich British people and their servants. Yeah, me too. I knew Maggie... Jill and Jill Hall. Hall. No, Maggie Smith. <laughs> Maggie Smith. Professor Mc Maggie McJillen Hall yeah. was Mitch McJillenonical. <laughs> um, and then I knew, I heard, I'd heard it was just like a soap opera with British accents, and that turns out to be pretty accurate, right? Oh, I knew the guy was named Bates, but I don't know how I. There knew was that. somebody named Bates. Yeah. Who was that? Um, the guy at the end that his wife had a baby. Really? That was the most minor character in the finale? <laughs> no, he used to... I think he used to be a bigger character. Oh, okay. But then once he proved he was able to land a baby inside of a lady, then Yeah, they then were they done. were like, bye. That was his big drama? Yeah. Um, so the finale was called Finale, also maybe called Episode 9 of Series 6. Mm -hmm. The British have strange ways of labeling their television shows. It was a little more than an hour and a half long. <laughs> Which is, I couldn't believe it. We had 42 minutes left, and I thought we had wrapped up all the storylines. Yeah, it hit. Wow. Uh, well, and like you were saying, it took basically that whole amount of time to figure out what was going on. Yeah, I, I think I started to get a handle on it 45 minutes in what was going on, and then by the end, I was just like, okay, I think I feel pretty comfortable and knowing it. There was like a lot of the people looked the same. That's true. They're all a bunch of white British people. Yeah, and then all the women have the same short haircut. Yeah. Yep. And then it was sort of like. It, there was just so many storylines happening and so many names 
and yeah. like different people called different people different things. Oh, I know almost nobody's name. I think I remember. I remember Conrad. And <laughs> Who the hell is Conrad? <laughs> Wasn't there Conrad? Wasn't you're, thinking there? Of, you're thinking of Carson. Carson. I'm thinking. Of Car- <laughs> I was <laughs> like, the, who? The Peepers analog. Yeah, the main butler. Oh. Who's got the palsy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I think also, I don't know if this is true, but I think they had another sister. That, w- that didn't show up in this? wasn't in the finale, so I don't know what happened to her. Hmm. Well, also, all the scenes were four or five lines long. So yeah. <laughs> we were, at the beginning, having scenes that were, you know, what, 15 seconds, and then we'd bounce to the next people. And so it was the whole first... 20 minutes at least was just introducing us to new people who we'd we'd never seen before, obviously. A cast of thousands. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they kind of stated their relationships to each other. Kind of, yeah. Like, like, I'm your wife. Yeah, I'm your wife. sisters, yeah. Uh, We're married. And it's like, (laughs) you used to be a race car driver. I'm so proud to be married to you. Yeah. Uh, You, my father, what do you think? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's good. Um, But but how did you know there's another sister if you didn't know anything about this show? Because I've seen pictures of the cast... At the Emmys and stuff. And I think there was another sister. How can you tell at the Emmys whether someone plays a rich person That's or a, a servant? Yeah. No, because if so, it was like, a, because I saw, a, you know, like um, on listicles, they'll do like, see what the Downton Abbey cast looks like in modern day. Yeah, and you click on those even though you didn't and know I, modern, yeah. you didn't watch Downton Abbey. You're just such a sucker for, <laughs> oh, what do people look like nowadays? <laughs> Which I also, love- this was a television show that was filmed in modern days. So you're asking for what do they look like in modern day? Yeah. Here's what I like. I like when it's a show like Game of Thrones. This is a content that I really enjoy. Is it's a show like Game of Thrones or like Downton Abbey or something, real period piece. And then they say, look what the actors look like in real life. And then they show you them like not in 20s outfits. Oh, I see. And then it's like them in like in like clothes from like the Emmys or paparazzi shots okay. and you're like whoa these people are like in modern times that's so crazy yeah like oh that guy's face isn't half burned off in real life right <laughs> and he's Richard the DJ Darrow? just or kidding no. Hoder's the DJ but you know what I mean like just like whoa this is crazy like look yeah. at um, Daenerys holding an iPhone or whatever I'm a sucker for that shit uh-huh. okay I see so even if you don't know you'd seen pictures of people yeah, so that looked like, like them wearing old timey clothes yeah so it's like them next to a picture of them oh is it compared yeah yeah you just like dressing up yeah uh-huh i bet like at amusement parks when you could put on costumes and take like an old-timey photography photograph oh yeah my family never wanted to i, I never want i don't blame to. them of course not why i don't think it's any so photographs fun. should be taken no at any time of anybody you think it will not even hundreds soul? of years in the past of yourself now well that's the only exception <laughs> okay. i like when people are, are look like the they could West? fit in different guess, eras yeah. Like, you have a very um, anachronistic face. You seem like you could have been <laughs> alive in the, this show. I may have. You would have fit in. Oh, my God. You know who he would have been? Like, the, the cousin who, like, shows up and he's like, I'm here to claim the fortune. And they're like, fuck you, Cousin Garrett. That, that would be good. Yeah. Would I get the fortune, though? That's all that matters. No, we kill you. Uh, okay. Is there murder in this show? There must be, right? No, but people have definitely died. That guy was all upset. The hot guy, Matthew Good, he was upset. Because he killed his friend in a race car accident, question mark? Oh, yeah. He definitely killed somebody in an accident of some mm-hmm. sort. That's why he quit racing. Anyways, we should... Uh, oh, yeah. You, you talked about this being a soap. And so I think that 
I can imagine a lot of very crazy things happening in earlier episodes, but this episode doesn't give us a good sense of that because it's just everyone saying like, oh, I forgive you. Like, we're friends now. We're on good terms now. Or it seems like there was like, they're, like it's them being like, man, we had some wild times. Yeah, that was not anymore though. Right. That was weird when like the main man of the house said that to like a servant though. Just like, yeah. boy, you and I got up to some mischief. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, but they didn't tell you what the mischief was. Uh, um, we should quick try to summarize this episode. Oh my god. Okay. Good luck. Uh, let's just describe the Abbey. So there seems to be this one guy who's in charge of the Abbey, and he's married to an American woman. This American woman likes to Cora, go. Cora. She works at the hospital. She likes to go like work at the hospital as like an administrator or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and ladies got jobs now. I'm just gonna start ticking off these storylines, and we're not mm. gonna say the order in which it came in. But no, absolutely not. So this woman is at the hospital and there's this main guy the guy who runs or is like the owner i guess of downton abbey he's upset that she's spending like so the much lord time right the lord yeah the lord is that what it is i don't her know her husband do they have property rights does in the queen Britain? of england own buckingham palace is she oh, the owner i don't know wait so you're just talking about the i think so. the main people now the husband and wife now no, yeah i'm talking about like the not the main storyline but the main he like, just wants to checklist through, I, see, I, see. The I would argue characters. lady edith is the main oh absolutely character. lady edith is the main storyline of this episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i just introduced the main guy who i see okay is edith the blonde haired one that got married yeah yes. who was like i'm a spinster now i was like so rude i wanted her to stay a spinster you know what i mean mm-hmm. that was in the first scene you remember that wow i was rooting for her because i i because i like zero in i was like oh lesbian i guess that was also probably the the last scene you watched before turning to your phone in boredom i wasn't bored at all i thought that lady edith was gonna be turn out to be a secret gay i thought I and then when they mentioned marigold i was like "Ooh, secret gay secret gay but then nothing no, I was well her secret daughter could be gay I mean, yeah. one can only hope, but... I was also waiting for anybody on that show to be gay. Right? That didn't seem to pan out. Or I to think... be black. Right. Well, I mean, secret black. 1920s in Great Britain didn't seem to be... Yeah. It's a show for white people. Anyway, go on. So, uh, the lady... Jesus Christ. The, the wife of the guy who runs Downton Abbey. The American the woman. Yeah. yeah. She runs the hospital. The Lord is upset that she spends so much time there. By the end, um, some friend of his drives her to the hospital. Yeah, so and he they, gets to see her at work, and he's like, whoa, he's she's really good at her job, and so he's proud of her, so, so he lets her do it. That's that storyline. That's resolved. <laughs> he Great. lets her do it. Um, one, But just what? She w- says, I was going to do it anyway, because ladies is pimps, too. Yep, and she's got that American attitude they kept emphasizing. Oh, yeah. Um, One interesting thing... Okay, so he's got a bunch of daughters. One of those daughters is married to a race car driver. Yeah, her name's Mary. Mary. Um, She apparently is married to this guy. Oh, <laughs> super the- hot guy. His name's Matthew Good. He's been in a bunch of things. Can't remember what. You got a Fufaruro for him? Ah, Fufaruro, Fufaruro. Yeah. Oh. He's a hottie. He's dated some people. Hold on, I'll get back to you. I think he was in a movie called Leap Day with Amy Adams. Yes, he was. Correct. Leap Day? Like with Leap Day Williams? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I thought I thought Jim Carrey started in that movie. He did, as Matthew Good. As Matthew Good playing Leap Day Williams? Playing Amy Adams. Um, so she's married to a race car driver, but he's retired and he's trying to find something to do. He decides to start a car repair shop slash used car business. With his buddy. Some guy that's always hanging around. That's the only person I couldn't place. Um, Great. Her, that lady's um, servant is apparently extremely pregnant and gives birth at the end. The movie's called Leap Year. 
Leap ah, year. Damn it. And this is what I know him from. Brideshead Revisited. You ever seen that? No. Oh, it's so good. It's gay as hell. So it's him and uh, Ben Wishaw. Do you know that guy? No. Does anyway. he play Q? He does play Q. Ooh, the new Q and the new... Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. that's I like that guy. So that guy and Matthew Good. So it's like a, a weird love triangle between like a brother and a sister and this other hot guy. What? Yeah. It's a fucking... And how, what does this have to do with it being Leap Year? Well, Matthew Good was in Leap Year, not in Leap Day. Oh, we moved on to a we different moved on. thing. But also, Matthew Good was in Brideshead Revisited, which is like a very sexy movie. Yeah. Do you think if they made a sequel to Bridesmaids, they would call it Bridesmaids Revisited? I hope so. Otherwise, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> okay, let's go back to this. <laughs> one of the servants is a girl, one of the cooks. Daisy. Um, Daisy, is that the one? Yeah, with the Irish accent. Yeah, the two cooks sort of like talk to each other. One's older, one's younger. The younger one does not want anything to do with this guy named Andrew, who's a foot soldier. Um, and he's like flirting with her. He's and in her, love with her the eventually. Old, the old lady is like, you better get your shit together. You don't like no man who likes you. That's the best you can do, girl. Yeah. And she's like, is it? And is eventually convinced, yes. But by that time, Andrew doesn't like her. And then the cook is just like, hey, you should like her again. She likes you. And then they do. By the end, they're Oh, yeah, she cuts her hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she cuts her hair. Because <laughs> they invented the hair dryer and they got the first ever hair dryer or something. Yeah, they got a fancy new hair dryer in this episode in the beginning. So that's sort of like what Chekhov's gun. We saw the hair dryer uh-huh. in like one of the first scenes and then in she, Act 1. They said she looks like Clara Bow, who's like a very cute um, silent film actress. Okay. Um, other s- other servant news. Um, the main servant has palsy and is shaking when he's Carson. pouring things. This is the Peepers guy. This is, yeah, Peepers equivalent is for those of you who watch another Peepers. period. I guess Peepers is the head guy. Yeah. He is very nervous that he's not going to be able to do his job, and for good reason, he can't do his job. He's sort of shaking and spilling things and swearing about it. Was it just his one hand that was doing that, though? It seemed like both hands. Because it seemed like he would just be pouring with that hand and be like, oh, it's shaking, I can't do it. And I thought it was both, because, like, I noticed his hand was shaking in different scenes. Mm. Like, when he'd just be standing there, he'd be shaking his hand. Oh, really? Um... Eventually, they find an ex-employee to take his place so that he can still live on yeah, the property. Yeah, so a guy left to get like a different job of being the head butler at a place, but then that place was super boring. Yeah, speaking of super boring, this summary I've realized <laughs> is horrendous. No, we're doing a good job. Anyway, <laughs> no, I think so everyone then... has a really good sense of who everyone is. <laughs> okay, and what so they're then up to. there's Lady Edith, who's like cool. Okay, lady, let's talk about yeah. the main storyline. So, and so she um like is living in London. She's like a cool spinster. She's like got her shit together, running a magazine. She's like a hip. She's running a magazine. That's what she does. Yeah, yeah. Because the other guy, the other storyline is that her grandma's servant is writing a um an advice column for her magazine. Oh, I didn't realize that was the same lady. I thought it was the darker haired one, Mary. Who ran that magazine? No, no Edith I don't goes, think it's Mary that runs the no, magazine. No, Edith goes, uh, uh, Matthew Good takes Edith to that guy, to the grandmother's house so she can talk to the servant that the grandmother has that as a guy who's writing like a women's column. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I she think runs a magazine. That makes sense. I don't think it was the race car driver one. She didn't seem to have anything going on at all. No, Mary's like, just wants to like be married to a dude, to like a hot guy. Yeah. Anyway, so she... Yeah. She's also got kids, maybe. She gets tricked. Edith Edith gets gets tricked tricked into going to dinner with her ex-boyfriend, Birdie. Yep. Um, It turns out they both still love each other, and they are about to drive up north to ask Birdie's mom 
or not ask, but to tell Birdie's mom that they're getting engaged.、Mm-hmm. And this is controversial because of someone named Marigold. Something we think Edith had an illegitimate child and named it Marigold. I was super hoping it was like an ex-girlfriend. I was too, but it and it be- took a very. I was impressed with how long it took them to tell us. Like what was going on, and they never even fully confirmed it. Right, for all the things for establishing over and over again what relationships people had, they kept saying like, "Oh, your secret," or like, "Oh, what about your marigold secret?" That was the one thing that they weren't just like, "Oh, what about your maybe illegitimate child right, named Marigold?" And obviously, they did not make this episode with us in mind, but. For us watching it, it、yeah. was a very enticing mystery. It was, yeah. We were trying <laughs> like, to figure what's out what's this girl's <laughs> deal with Marigold.、Um, so Edith tells. I had a second where I thought Marigold was the name of the、um, magazine, and I was like, "Oh, she doesn't like that she publishes a magazine, like a feminist,、uh, whatever." But it turns out it's fine that、okay. she has like a feminist magazine. That also makes sense how she f- employed that butler to write for them, right? Because Be- she knew him. Otherwise, I was yeah, just like, "How、yeah. did this butler get this writing job to begin right. with?" Right? No, because she knew him. But what you just said is a good summary for everything in this episode, which is that somebody has a slight problem with something, or thinks somebody will have a slight problem with something, and then it turns out that it's fine. Right? Everything is fine. Yeah, it's basically. It seems like by the end of this episode, or by the end of the series, everybody's just like, "Oh yeah, decorum." But at the end of the day, we love each other, which probably、mm-hmm. wasn't the case during every other episode. Yeah, so she goes. So they go tell, and they say, "Oh, we're getting engaged." And then、um, she's like, "Well, he doesn't. He better not have any scandals, because、he. yeah, because the birdie's not allowed to have any scandals because they already have scandals in their yeah. The cousin their, has. And what was he trying to do? He was trying to be some notable person,、like、the lord of there, whatever. Yeah, he has to become the new lord of that area and try to reestablish dignity to that township. It seems like. And so if he marries someone with an illegitimate child, it's like, oh no, there's problems. But then. Edith decides that she's gonna tell the mom. Yeah, Birdie's mom, and Birdie's mom at first is furious, but then comes around on it because and of, is like, "You're honest." Yeah, and so then they're set to be married in three months' time.、Then、We flash immediately flash forward three months. Yeah, and so now it's like New Year's Eve. Yeah, and basically after the flash forward, there weren't a ton of things that like were resolved. What about the, the old woman and the old man? Oh yes,、the、that's another storyline. So, oh right! There seems to be another lord who is right. Maybe sick. He has got anemia. Anemia, but something but anemia. Pernicious. Pernicious anemia. <laughs> There's this very funny part where he tells this woman that he's in love with, like, "I went to the doctor. I have anemia." And she's like, "Oh, that's Smith's sister." Sister? I thought it was just her friend. I don't know. She's like, this guy tells her. I have anemia, and she's like, "Oh, that's okay. Like that's yeah, it'll be uncomfortable, but you'll just have to eat well." And he's like, "No, pernicious anemia." And all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Oh, <laughs> aww." Um, what? What? That's just cute that um they got ended up being together because they stood up to the daughter. Yeah, and so the daughter of this fella who's got anemia suddenly like his both his kids are just like trying to lock him away to make sure that this girl doesn't marry their father、mm-hmm. and therefore. Screw up their inheritance. He doesn't like that. He gives them the house anyways, and like goes off to. He's like, I love her anyway, and、yeah. then they go get married. Well, they don't get married, but they're like.、Gonna. They say they're going to get married, and then it's at the wedding. The doctor just sort of pops in, just like 
just so you know, it's not pernicious anemia. It's just regular He's anemia. He's going to live a long life and you guys are going to be married. Yeah, because yeah, the doctor was invited to this wedding. Right, it just happened them. to be. <laughs> and then also she like tells Maggie Smith, like, it's so stupid that I'm in love with him. I'm so old. And then Maggie Smith's like, uh, you can be in love at any age. And then she's like, don't be ridiculous. But like, y- you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> seems, According to this show. Seems very obvious. Um, let's see what else. Maggie Smith discovers that her personal butler is writing for this magazine. And the maid, her personal maid, thinks that that's going to get the butler fired but instead maggie smith loves it mm-hmm. um what else hey maggie smith's just got a little quip for yeah for maggie smith's just kind of this old baddie lady who just kind of got oh my god she say. reminded me of my grandmother so much she's just like so casually mean yeah that's <laughs> like, just so like like cutting what was the thing that she said what did she say to mary and and um matthew good when they showed up it was so funny. Oh, it was like, um... Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. should She's I like, have her make you tea, almost, or won't you stay long enough for that? I almost had forgotten what she looked like, and then should I have... She's like, one of the servants like, should we fetch tea? She's like, oh, I don't know if they'll be here that long. Yeah, yeah she really it's gives just it like, to them. exactly, like, it's like Jewish grandmother to a T. Like, I know that it's supposed to be, like, a British grandmother. Maybe British grandmothers are just as mean. They're descended from Jewish grandmothers. Yeah, they are. It's just, they're just so, like... <laughs> Bitchy. I just re- I just remember uh, there's another storyline where another butler becomes a teacher, and that's about it. He oh, says he'll yeah. come back to help, and he does. Uh, I was super not plugged into that plot line. I think that's most of the plots. I can't think of any other ones. That's the upstairs and the downstairs. Um, we probably should have structured it in that way. But they intertwine. I think that's the point, guys. Yeah. They yeah. intertwine so well, the that's upstairs sort of, and downstairs. That's sort of the art of it. It's like that they're all people. You try you know? to divide them, but at the end of the day... I actually was very surprised to see that like the servants were like out in like casual and like non-working clothes because I think another period made me think that they're just working 24 hours a day. Yeah. And then Anna, oh, and then Anna has um gives birth to a baby in Mary's bedroom. Yes. Oh, and also the woman of the race car Wait, driver. She marries is someone in bedroom? No, she gives in, birth in, in the bedroom, uh, in I Mary's you said bedroom. And Mary's bedroom. Oh, I also no. heard that. <laughs> which is plausible because in another period there's a person named Cher. <laughs> yeah. And then and then uh they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I dared to have my baby in here. Like, we'll clean it up." And then they're the, they're just like, "No, stay." No, they never say don't clean it up. They're just like, "Yeah, like whatever, but uh, it is our pleasure and like then, aren't we aren't we admirable yeah and then like the husband and wife are like oh man the grandmother would have made her have that baby outside in the stoop they and they're, <laughs> they're just like i can't believe that you like we let them have the baby upstairs that's yep. so crazy and then they're like yeah well and then uh times are changing yeah and then they have the and then mary's pregnant and then Mary says something about not saying that she's pregnant so Edith can have her day, which I guess was like a thing. She would always steal the spotlight from Edith. Yep. And then, so that's like resolved. And then also Bates and Anna have their baby and they're really happy. Um, and then the and then the husband and the wife walk down the hallway and almost like to camera are just like, well, a lot's changed in this here Downton Abbey. Yep. <laughs> but... I guess the point is... Things always change, and we gotta go to the future, because the past is the past, and luckily there won't be such a thing called the Holocaust in a couple years. Right, exactly. <laughs> Everything's Looking forward on the up to and World up War II, and Britain. then they just march off. Um, and that was, I mean, I think that's mostly it, right? Yeah. It was like... It was, it like, was wa- so much. We're not even scratching the surface of anything. I, think, I mean, it was... They wove all those plot lines together in time, obviously, and like it was just like very 
staid but like pleasant to look at and like it's nice to like listen to people to have british accents it wasn't like super engaging but it was like almost like great british bake-off like just just like yeah this is fine pleasant yeah this is very pleasant and there wasn't a ton of like real high drama every all the drama was just like oh but decorum and they're like yeah the stakes are like we may not be polite enough yeah <laughs> or we've been too polite uh-huh. to yeah. these servants and they've overstepped their bounds mm-hmm. um so yeah that was the finale of downtown abbey um i don't know what we spoiled i guess that edith edith makes good right yes That's she does it. everybody who i was rooting has- for her Everyone who fights with each other throughout the series eventually makes up and they're just fine with each other by the yeah. end. Uh-huh. Um, so now is where we would maybe read some episode titles and guess previous plot lines. Since I've already told you that most all the previous episodes are just like episode five, series three. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll skip that. But what do you think were... Give me an example of a plot line. I mean, definitely. The most there was... interesting plot line. Oh, whoops. What was your boring plotline you're gonna do? I was gonna say definitely someone was stealing and they had to figure out which servant was stealing and then probably like went outside and had to cut someone's fingers off. Is that gonna be in the pilot though? Are you saving are you spoiling your pilot? No, no, no. I think that happens in the beginning of the show. I also think maybe like obviously Edith gets pregnant somehow. I don't know from who. Oh right. We think we see the Marigold situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. Maybe yeah. that is the most interesting one because that is the one they decide to wrap up. Yeah. And then I think maybe there's a... Is there ever a romance between an upstairs person and a downstairs person? Mm, interesting. Gotta be. Right? Which one? I bet... Do you think Marigold is the... Uh, I bet Marigold's the result of that. Mm, interesting. Ooh, interesting. And, then, and then maybe the man was sent away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think oh, so, yeah. too. Absolutely. Or that killed. The Lord What's-His-Name had s- disposed of him good and quick um yeah ben what do you think was a storyline man i'm racking my brain and i i'm just like not on the same wavelength as this show Uh (laughs) i think i've got one i guess maybe like i can't tell if it's the kind of show where there would have just been like a dead body somewhere right like how soapy was it yeah like was there brainwashing uh, murder and intrigue was there um I bet stuff similar to the hair dryer thing mm. where they bring like a new kind of car or a new kind of toaster and everyone's like, oh my God, this, oh, yeah. Just, this technology ooh, a is car. I bet is they do bring a car. Outlandish. There's that guy that's the race car driver. Yeah. So maybe he does some, some racing and they're like, ooh, man, that's a weird looking horse. <laughs> but this is still like the 1920s. This is after World War One. This is after horses too. Yes. Horses have been around for decades nay on centuries (laughs) um my storyline is i think that first of all i think that the the lord in charge of downtown abbey i don't think he's married to this american in the beginning of the series i bet he has a british wife or is single and it is a big deal when he decides to marry an american she thinks she's not their real mother no i don't think that's their real mother at all what absolutely not she's definitely their mother no i don't think so she's their stepmom yeah i think so I think that she's their okay. stepmom, and that I think um, I think it's a big deal. And I'm only doing that based on the king's speech. I almost said the emperor's new speech. <laughs> the emperor's new groove speech? Yeah, the king's speech, because that one like guy who's supposed to be king ends up marrying an American, and it's a big deal. So I thought, I think this was probably a big deal. 
Because this is about the same time period, right? And this was a lord still marrying an American. And it's the same country. Yeah, England. absolutely. Yeah, it's very easy to compare them. A, uh, a big part of the EU. Apples to apple-shaped oranges. Not anymore. Well, we'll see. We're recording this as the Brexit votes come in. Oh, God. <laughs> as of the 1920s, though, a, a rock-solid part of the EU. Oh. Unless the EU wasn't invented yet at nope. that point. No, the EU is a very recent invention. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it would have been very awkward for Germany to be invading all those people during the time of the EU. That's true. And also, I mean, yeah. Also, we're well past Brexit. We know that Brexit doesn't happen. <laughs> that they voted for it and they'll never actually do it. You cowards in Britain. God, Come at me. Come at me. Garrett, don't call them out. I don't want them to. I don't want them to Brexit, but Do you I'm, know that they'd listen to this. I know. It's the most popular podcast in, in all of Britain. Ruddy old it's Britain. pronounced podcast. Podcast. It's, it's the most popular podcast in all <laughs> of the UK. Whenever I hear Brexit, I just think of checks. For some reason, the cereal checks. Checks check it. Yeah. Checks it. Yeah. Got rice Brexit and corn Brexit. Oh. Well, I mean, that's we're we're basically up to the point now where we guessed the pilot, the beginning, the origin of Downton Abbey. The inciting incident that made this Abbey come to life. Oh, also another thing I should have said this about what I knew about it is I knew it was pronounced Downton Abbey, and I had always thought it was pronounced. It was actually spelled Downtown Abbey. But people were just being dicks about it. Like, that's how the British pronounce oh, it. But it's not. It's Downton it's Abbey. It's Downton Abbey, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, that was the other main thing that I knew was just the joke of like, oh, it's actually Downtown Abbey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That was a good joke. Who was making that joke? Everyone? Everybody Me. back when the show first started. I was a big fan of that joke. Americans don't know the word Downton. And we barely know the popular, word Abbey. popular, popular word? I think it's what you call a building. Oh, all right. Um, so Downton Abbey means building, building. We're going oh, to. Oh, I didn't know that. Fascinating. <laughs> um, we've got uh, actually time for one extra segment, which is Abbey Abbey roll call, which is name your the first Abbey that comes to mind that you have to know that isn't famous. I've got one. Abbey Road. No, not famous. Wait, Abbey. not famous. Abbey. Like a, a person in your life named Abbey. Westminster Abbey. Abbey Neff. I think she just got married. Now you go. Oh, she was a in my person high school. in my life named Abby? Yes, Abby Roll Call. This is a, we've gone over this segment in every episode so far. Abby Jacobson? This is a Favo segment. Abby Jacobson, that's a good one. But you don't She's, know her. No, I don't know her. Uh, I wanted to say Redwall Abby. But ooh, then that's you, a good one. Then you changed the rules and it had to be a person. What's that guy's name? Jacobs? J.R. Jacobs? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Brian Jakes. Brian Jacques, yeah. Or I Jakes. Think, yeah. Is it Jakes? Wait, what? I don't know. The Red author Wall. of the Red Wall series. And Matameo and oh, I don't know Martin this. the Warrior. And Great series. If you guys are looking for a children's uh, novel series about Save it for plugs, Ben. Okay. Okay, well, that was Did very Did you know no it. Abbeys? You had to have gone to high school with an Abbey. You went to Jewish high school. My name is Gabby. My name is Gabby. Is your if name I Abby? knew if I knew an Abby, don't you think I would remember because it would rhyme with my name? I guess. This brings up a good question though. Can you have a nickname where you just take off the first letter of your name and that Ooh. becomes your nickname? Yes, definitely. Do you think like D'Artagnan the the musketeer was just called Artanian? <laughs> no, but you Art, could go by Art. 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 But that's a loss. Your name's D'Artagnan. Go with that. Yeah. You got to keep the apostrophe in there. Yeah. So you've known more D'Artagnans than you have Abbeys? Because we knew a D'Artagnan. We used to work with a D'Artagnan. Yes. I don't know any Abbeys. I can't think of... Oh, no. That's not even her real name. Okay. All right. Um, Well, 
Uh, colossal success. New Favo segment. Abby, check in. Um, that brings us Why to. Why do we let him run this show? Ben, it's like you and I are so chill, but we're just like letting Garrett run this into the ground, and I need to know why. Oh, was this ever not in the ground? Like, one of us could take over and like be better. Good luck. I didn't have any ideas for segments, so I'm glad that he thought of one just in the nick of time, uh-huh. right when we needed it most. Um, it's time now for Gabby's least favo segment, which is the pilot prediction. This is my favorite seg- oh, segment. Oh, sorry. I guess I've had my, my, I have my notes wrong. Um, uh. Okay. So the pilot. Here's what I think. Um... Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the butler Carson. Open on Carson. Car- Carson's, um, oh. it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, here we go. Doubling down. Com- Doubling down. Now it's all coming into focus. So Carson's turning 50. Uh-huh. And it's a big deal. And they're like, they've never celebrated, um, a birthday for a servant before but he's been there for 50 years he was born <laughs> oh, <he's> li- <laughs> okay he arrived just at yeah, the yeah. moment that he was, he was born. born there um and then he was like you know a little servant boy blah, blah blah he grew up um he like worked in the stables when he was a teen whatever the stable yeah so <laughs> <laughs> there were no stables at downtown abbey yes there were 50 years ago maybe yeah. oh, that's a good point so it's his birthday <laughs> That's and, when the car came and replaced he, all the horses. So are we starting? No, it's his fiftieth birthday. His fiftieth birthday, but they he didn't tell anyone that it's his birthday. And then like Daisy's like, "Happy birthday, sir!" And he's like, "Shut the fuck up! It's not my. Don't tell <laughs> anyone it's my birthday." And that's just that British British people swear all the time, yeah. so that checks out. So then that's the, the other thing for people, a BBC PBS show. This was riddled with vulgarities. It was no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, did I miss some like quirky British slang? Anyway, so then they didn't even say bloody. No. So then, um, but then upstairs, it's Lady Edith's birthday too. So there, but then everyone forgot it's her birth. It's Are they like twins a, separated at birth? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's kind of like she, a, she looks great for fifty. <laughs> it's like a sixteen candles. Like she's moping around like Molly Ringwald, and everyone's like, like la la la, what a normal day it is. And she's like, did anyone forget anything? And they're like, oh, the drapes. Like they just don't remember. They that forgot it's the her drapes. Birthday. Is that yeah. the plot of sixteen candles? Yeah, yeah. They forget her birthday. Yeah. So they don't remember her birthday, and she's like moping around and stuff. I thought maybe it was two different Hanukkah celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you so guys then, laugh it up. She's she laugh walks, up, you so Jew. then she decides because no one's paying attention to her. She's like moping around. She decides to go downstairs for the first time in her life. <laughs> <laughs> she's never been downstairs. She's like the mom from she What's Eating Gilbert downstairs, <laughs> and she's like, and there's. To her surprise, a lot of people down there. She's like, I thought this was just an upstairs show. Yeah, she's like, what? And they're like, we're the downtown people. And downtown like, people? What? You think the downstairs people at Downton Abbey call themselves the downtown people? Yes. And she's like, oh my God, who are you? And they're like, who do you think makes your bed every morning? And she's like, an elf? And they're like, no. It's us. Who do you think makes all of your food? And she's like, an elf? And they're like, no, it's uh-huh. us. <laughs> she never seen Who do you people. think does all your laundry? And she's like, an elf? And they're like, okay, well, are you stupid? <laughs> okay, but you're not recognizing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. And she never had seen any of these people knowing about them. the house. Yes. And she had they seen had the elves? kept yes. secret from her. 
they had been kept secret from her by her British That's- dad and her American mom. <laughs> so she does have an American mom. She didn't know. And then she comes upstairs and she's like, did you guys know that there's people downstairs who do everything for us? And everyone's like, blink, blink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> and she's like, I had no idea. And then she learns all their names. They do a song to tell her all their names. <laughs> like in uh, like, Sound of Music? We'll tell you who we are. I'm Daisy and I do cooking. I'm this other guy and I clean the silver. So he didn't even know his own name. His <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Then, All he knows is he's one of the downtown people. Yeah. He's like, I'm the main butler. Downtown. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, wait, now that Edith knows, should we allow them to mingle with us? And then there's a big debate. Should they mingle with us? Should they not mingle with us? Oh, the servants. Yeah. Okay. And then they're like, finally the they people. decide. Yeah, finally <laughs> they decide. The end of the episode is they decide. They open the door and they're like, okay, you're allowed to mingle with us now. And they're like, okay. And thus begins a new era at Downton Abbey in which the upstairs people and the downstairs people will interact. So they don't have to be like sneaking around. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then at the end, then it's like um, a tag and Edith is like, you guys still forgot my birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then someone's like, did, you'll, you'll remember a birthday one day when you give birth. Did, all right. What? did carson's birthday ever like they did celebrate carson's birthday yes so when they allow them upstairs oh they have a cake and eat us like for me and they're like happy birthday to carson (laughs) happy birthday fake out and that, is that the song that they sing? It's happy birthday, but also I'm Daisy. Happy birthday. Everyone sings the happy birthday to Carson. And then Edith's like, oh. and then they're like, want some cake for Carson's birthday? And she's like, it's my fucking birthday. And they're like, we don't care. Who was just talking to me? I see ghosts. Oh, so she. No one notices her. Just like the elves and the wait stuff. Because she's not attractive. Edith? <laughs> All right. Yeah. But then she becomes attractive because okay. confidence is the most attractive thing you can have. And marriageability. Yeah. <laughs> ben, what's your pilot prediction? Well, we open on a New York City high rise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Empire State Building. The Empire State Building? It's the Empire State Building and uh, baseball season is approaching. <laughs> Umpire stakes. <laughs> You're out of delicious. <laughs> You're out of Worcestershire sauce. Uh, Worcestershire? Now that's British. That's true, but it's imported. And so important? it's the, <laughs> the Empire State Building. And there's a very important... The Empire, the Empire uh, Stakes Building? Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Empire Stakes Building. It's made out of stakes. How about the Trumpire Stakes Building? No, the, no those are bad. They went the out of sale. The return of the Empire what is it? They went out of business. <laughs> they went out of sale. They went out of business. So we're at the top floor of the top... Uh, part of the building of the Trumpire Stakes building <laughs> and uh, it's the 1920s uh, the early 1920s Ooh. I should mention uh, before you know all that malfeasance at the end of the 1920s mm-hmm. and it's a very important Wall Street uh, guy who, <laughs> who works in this building which is not on Wall Street but that's where they had Wall Street back then and he's they, so he doesn't work on Wall Street, but they had Wall Street someplace else. <laughs> no, they didn't work on Wall Street, but the thing that we now know as Wall Street existed in the Empire State Building. Oh, it was inside. Okay, yeah. there was a street 
It's it was ver a street made vertical up inside the building. Like Inception. Like yeah. an elevator. Exactly. Exactly what? like when the city folds over itself in Inception. And no, elevators, like elevators an elevator. became roads and roads became elevators. <laughs> not like an elevator. Are you even listening to Ben? Yeah, I feel like this story makes perfect sense and you're just not listening. Right, I'm sorry, yeah. I gotta give you... Go ahead. <laughs> Gotta give me time to get into it. So there's the Empire State Building, and uh, a, a businessman works there, and he's got a bit real important client coming in for a business meeting, and he doesn't want to mess it up for obvious reasons because the future of the company depends on Who it. Who does he end up being? <laughs> You'll find out. Okay. <laughs> you can't skip to I'm the sorry. end. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so he is getting ready for this meeting, and his secretary is just bumbling around, <laughs> dropping all his papers, because she's fresh out of college, uh, if she had been able to go to college back then, which women weren't allowed <laughs> to do. Is a college-educated secretary? And she's uh, dropping all his papers on the floor, and he says, at this rate, I'm never going to impress the guy for this business meeting and save the whole company single-handedly. And she says, you're right. What's the name of this company again? Uh, <laughs> it's called uh, New York Business. <laughs> okay. New Ooh, York Business Company. New York Business Company. And uh, NYBC. It's Nabisco for short. <laughs> oh my God! Did he found Nabisco? He did. This was before they made uh, biscuits Nabisco. and cookies, and they just made business. Cool. And I make he, business all day long. Nabisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is uh, getting fed up at the secretary because she's not doing what she's supposed to do and he says you don't belong in the working world and she says you're right I am terrible at this job I'm never gonna land on my feet and he says you're right get out of here you're fired she goes down to the bottom of the Empire State Building walks out on the street and says this is hopeless I might as well uh, kill myself and then uh, a hand she so far this is it's a wonderful life isn't it yeah it's pretty close. No. And so she goes, uh, she is about to step in front of a trolley, which there were a lot of in New York City back then. And, uh, but a hand stops her. <gasps> Uh-oh. It's the hand. And it's like, oh, this is a well-manicured hand. It's a British hand. <gasps> it's the Lord of Downton Abbey. And he says, you look like you're a bad secretary, but you'd make a great American <laughs> wife for me. Please move to England. And help me raise my already adult daughters. <laughs> Did he know her? So he was just shopping for wives in New York, huh? He well, what he was shopping for was business. But what oh, he, he found was looking was to buy a business, business too. Business. Okay, I the like business it. that she's about to give him <laughs> uh, when she accepts his Did offer. Did they previously know each other? No, this is uh, wow. just a random occurrence. He was a good Samaritan, and he didn't want her to jump in front of this trolley car. But then when he looked into her eyes, he said, "Wait a second, this is just what's going to shake up." things over at Downton Abbey is my marrying an American woman. Whoa. So they fly back and uh, and they land just in time for uh, Carson's birthday. Wow. <laughs> it's 50th oh my birthday. god, and then my whole thing starts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, oh. well Mine this is a prequel to yours. This That's so cool. Is highly irregular. I love that. This is very much against the rules to have Why pilots that interact with one another. Why is it against the rules? Ben's is a prequel to mine. It's just you not You can't done. have a prequel to a pilot. Why? <laughs> this is the first episode. <laughs> No. <laughs> Mine is the previously on. <laughs> you don't know how anything works. Oh my god. Uh, okay, here's my uh, pilot prediction. Uh, we open pre in. Prequel? We open on um, a lady Edith, not much older than sixteen, um, but it's it's her eighteenth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> She's being 
she's having a wonderful celebration with her sisters um mary is jealous the the she's because she has not yet married a race car driver um and she's jealous and she's trying to get the attention and edith is not having it um and a young butler goes by the name of reginald shows lady edith to her <laughs> Wait, are, you, making, are you making this up shows, shows young edith to her bedroom and then says if that'll be all my lady and she says that will be all and he leaves i know you guys were expecting something else <laughs> <laughs> I had high hopes for Reginald. Ten minutes later, Reginald comes back into the bedroom, <gasps> and they start to fuck. <laughs> and you think that people is how are fucking on this show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what you think that's how Marigold is implanted in the pilot. Marigold is implanted into Edith's womb. You're insane. Um, in the pilot. Yes, and um, no way. Absolutely. Also in the pilot, um, the Lord of Downton Abbey's wife is sick. She's British and sick. And Everyone so, go around and say what you think the Lord of Downton Abbey's name is. I'll go first. Otis. <laughs> uh, Pramber. <laughs> ben Steiner. Cool. Just says one name. Yeah, Ben Steiner. Great. Ben Steiner Downton Abbey. <laughs> great, great, great. His last name is Downton Just Abbey. because none of yeah. us had said. He named his house after himself. <laughs> um... None of us had said his name, so I was just curious what we all were thinking. Anyway, go on. So... That's that's most of it. I mean, oh, uh, not uh, oh, shoot, McGonagall. McGonagall's there, and she's hanging up her robes and saying, "I'm done. I'm done These with are Hogwarts." Witching robes. Yeah, I'm done with. I'm done with magic for forever. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a actor now, and I'm gonna audition for <laughs> Downton Abbey. How nice! Um, and did she get the part? Don't leave us hanging. Uh, not the one she auditioned for. She auditioned for Edith. <laughs> uh, but they gave her the old lady, um, lady. Gabby Dunn, Downton Abbey. <laughs> Take that, you two. Her name's Cora. Everyone knows that. His name no, Cora? Cora How'd you know the that? other one. The main lady. Maggie Smith? What's her name? I don't know. That's what we're saying. That's why I said I think it's, I think it's Gabby Dunn. I think her name's Granny. Um, and then what else happens? The race car driver crashes his car into Downton Abbey. And into they're the, just like... Into the side of the building? Yeah, into the side of the building. There's like a there's a part where it's like a um, Mr. Toe's Wild Ride kind of yeah. thing where he's like kind of driving through the Abbey and everybody's like whoa, whoa and and Carson drops a big platter or almost drops a big platter he doesn't actually drop it because he's the best in the biz um, but the then steadiest hands in the biz once the car, oh, what a <laughs> once, tragic way for that to end then. once the car crashes he's the first one up to it and he grabs the race car driver by his ear and pulls him out and says how dare you how unbecoming of downton abbey and then the title downton abbey that's it oh and then the race car driver gets out of the car and mary's like Swoop. yeah mary as soon as he's being dragged out drop. yeah uh -huh. gotcha, gotcha, they didn't wear gotcha. panties back in the day sure they did no there's blood or all over like themselves. 15 pairs of panties her corset know? drops yeah <laughs> corset just goes boing because <laughs> when girls get horny their belly buttons protrude <laughs> destroy uh -oh. their corsets uh -oh. um that is my pilot prediction so are we ready to lock these and yes. watch the pilot yes very ready all right gabby will you help ben and i with the key fine okay ready and <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really looking i'm doing that thing where i'm holding it yeah you're, you're bashing <laughs> on it yeah, you gotta lift with your legs no. all right the pilots are locked um, we're about to go watch the pilot of Downton Abbey. Uh, we'll report back what we find. Don't worry.
And we're back after watching the hour-long pilot episode of Downton Abbey, which was titled Episode 1. <laughs> um, so ready- much intrigue, yeah, twists, m- and turns. A lot more tension in this episode than there was in the finale. Like we sort of said... Yeah, they weren't all just best friends. They were like, you could actually feel the class distinctions. Uh-huh. They hadn't spent six years becoming best friends. Six years or was it like 20 years? Wasn't yeah. this episode it took place in 1912? Yeah. And the next one took place in 1925? Did it take place in 1925? I Is that what like the end date said? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I remember thinking, oh, like Christmas. 25. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't looking, but I know I remembered now thinking that the pilot had something to do with the Titanic. Yeah, I I remember remembering that. Somebody had told me that the pilot took place on the day of the Titanic sinking. And I remember what a great inciting incident. Both been told this? Oh, yeah, Yeah. I was told it. Maybe we were told it at the same time by the same person. Could be. But it was, it's, um, like a good inciting incident yeah it is and uh we'll run through the summary pretty quick so in the morning the titanic is sunk and the big impact on that is that the two heirs to downton abbey were on that boat so um, they're dead now so it's they're the dead lord now. guy's cousin and that guy's yeah that cousin's son it yeah. turns out the lord is robert so we can call him Robert now. Lord Robert. Yeah. Lord um, Robert. So Bobby's cousins are dead now. Um, and he, Bobby has three daughters. Gabby knew that. Yeah, they did have another daughter. He did have another daughter. We don't know what happened to her between now and the finale. She's I pretty. think she died. She oh, probably man. dies. She was in an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. As the same character? Yeah. yeah. She played a dead, a dead third dead daughter. Dead Abbey character. Um, so Sybil. They basically this results in okay this this whole estate and everything, including the wife who is American, this estate um, is going to oh we should talk about who won Ben we think won this yeah. one because he mentioned New York and there was a mention of New York <laughs> yeah I said she was from New York which is apparently all I needed to win this round we were yeah, pretty were far right. off is this my first win I think I so think so congratulations oh, well done, ben. It feels so good um boy a, a day most of us never thought would actually get here and a day i'll never forget um so this meant that um because robert and his new york wife who was always his wife yeah um had three daughters that the new heir is some uh somebody it's way out in the be countryside a random person lives with his mom um and so robert sets off to try to marry we think it's he then tries to marry his daughter to a duke yeah in order so that they could have a son so that that son could be the heir maybe yeah or maybe it's just like okay well if they can't have downton abbey at least they can have the duke's estate I yeah couldn't. something like that i, I think didn't know it's which one it was maybe just trying to parlay their current status into some kind of good marriage mm-hmm. because eventually they'll have no status. Yeah. What a pride that and prejudice, sounds, you that know? That sounds about right. Um, and so this... This is exactly the plot of Pride and Prejudice. This Duke comes and turns out he is not looking to get married because he is gay. Well, yeah. Well, He's he gay? says it's just like he was just trying to be friendly. But really his whole plot was he was secretly sleeping with uh, one of the hot butlers, Thomas, Thomas, and who is Thomas, is Barrow. Barrow, who ends up in the finale becoming the head butler. Mm-hmm. And no indications that he's gay in the finale. You were, ta- you guys were talking about a lack of gay characters. Yeah. True, but he gets burned by this duke. The, the duke really all he did was come and try to burn the evidence. 
um, that he and Thomas were together, and um, and he wasn't not interested in marrying Mary. He just wanted to basically wanted to see Thomas again. No, he wanted to get the evidence from Thomas. Oh, get the evidence. Okay, and also maybe fuck, but Thomas is like. The evidence Mad. being those letters. Yeah, yeah. Wrote. Okay, I see. Um, and then Edith is a little biatch to everyone. Yeah, Edith is actually kind of a, a, a little firecracker. She, yeah, now we understand why no one thought that she was going to yeah. settle down and have a nice marriage. Yeah, because she's like, um, Mary is actually like the person you sympathize most with in this pilot because she's like, sort of, she was supposed she's like to, vain. So that's the other thing is that she was supposed to marry this cousin that died on the Titanic anyways, which yeah. feels very British and gross and like Royal family. When or the first thing that she does is not, feel sad about that so right. i don't know if you sympathize with her that much well she she's definitely like, no, i mean she's i don't vain. i definitely do sympathize with her in that she was being forced to marry her cousin that she didn't love and therefore is not mourning him That's yeah but fair. she doesn't care she just wants to like like marry some uh, like hot guy with status like actually you know what in the scheme of um downton abbey mary is garrett like mary and garrett have a lot in common in what sense? Explain I think that. You would relate to her. How? Because she's kind of like trying to like better herself and ambitious and like trying to like, like okay, this, get more status. That's that's <laughs> you're trying that's to get more sweet. status and uh, like trying to, She's like the one that's like that's my plug doing the status. power plays and like doesn't really have a lot of emotions and is very like power play. And, and we both got what dark you hair. Always like. Yeah, I was you thinking always, physically. You guys oh. have. Yeah, the same like. But Garrett always likes the power play characters. That's true. Well, we'll we have a Favo segment coming up where okay, we identify our characters. You're right. So, um, basically, and uh, that's like the main storyline. There's also a storyline where this um, Robert, the 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 Lord, his old war. Buddy? War buddy, Bates. Ba is Bates. Oh my god, um, and Bates is the cutest person you've ever seen in my life. First of all, Bates, Bates and Anna is the cutest thing I've ever, ever seen. Yeah, Anna falls in love with him instantly for reasons um, undiscerned. Because yeah, he's but adorable. And they're going to end up having that baby that's born in the finale. In the finale. Yeah, they have that kid together. So but yeah, oh she, she immediately, before he says even a word, I think she sort of like looks at him, sort of gives him some flirtatious eyes. Like, ha cha cha. Yeah. Uh, there, it's the cutest thing. I mean, he's like gets fired, and then he's like in his oh, because he, so, he okay, has a pain. So he's oh walking. God. He arrives on his first day like in his room crying. Yeah, he arrives on his first day. He's supposed to be a valet, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" But you walk with a cane. You can barely make it upstairs. He also like drops a lot of things, like things that should not be part of his affliction. Yeah, he's a pretty yeah. shitty. He's valet. just like a klutz. Um, and so. Carson is just like we gotta fire this dude and Lord is just like I don't want to fire him but yeah you're right we, we gotta fire him so he fires him and then when they're he's on his way to the train with the Duke actually uh, Robert's like no wait don't I, I changed my mind you can say I'm sorry and Gabby also oh mentioned and there's Bates a time is like in his room and he's like crying because yeah, he has nowhere to go Bates is literally going to yeah he and Anna had brought him food and food. she heard him cry and then she came in and gave him food it was really <laughs> sad and she's like starting to cry when she's telling him to say like you know let us know when you've landed on your feet because otherwise I'll worry and it's, they've like not exchanged any words right. before that. She's no. just already fully in love with him. It's and so it, cute. It actually is really like thinking about Bates's prospects. There were none. He was going to go to London to die in the streets. Yes, is basically what he had. Because like when he when you remember 
when they first show him his room and he looks around with so much happiness and he's just like, I think I'll be comfortable here. And you're just like, that's the shittiest fucking room, you idiot. No, Bates is maybe like the person, like he's the best. I think he's the best. I hope, it seems, hopefully Bates does earn his keep eventually and isn't just a constant plague on Carson. No, but of course, and he he ends up with Anna and they have a baby, like everything turns out wonderful. He's barely going to have to try to end up with her. She's already so fucking head over heels (laughs) in love with him. She's in it. Um, He's adorable. Is that those are the main like storylines, right? Like there were only really two. The what is Maggie Smith oh. up to? She's, oh, Maggie she's Smith is becoming awesome allies. Hats. Yeah, she's, she's allying herself with the American wife. Cora, yeah, yeah and they previously had some problems, I think. But they have to come together to try to save Downton Abbey to keep yeah. it in their name. And like, oh man, so many hats and outfits. It's crazy. And. Um, oh, Daisy, the, the KitchenAid is still just a stupid little whiny girl that wants to be a real servant. But yeah. she's in love with the gay... Yeah, foot, Thomas. The footman. Right. She sort of just has a thing with every, any any man who passes through that kitchen, it seems. Oh. But then in the finale, she had a line where she was like, I can't believe I used to be sweet soft on, on him, him or yes, soft yeah. on him. And then also at the very end, a letter goes to that woman that marries the sick man and her yeah. son, who is not in the finale, so something bad happens to him, I presume. But we, I think we find out that, so that's who that was, is that she's the mother of the, the heir. new heir. Yeah. Which is very, it's like third cousin once removed. Yeah. And she grows up to be in the finale, like Maggie Smith's best friend. Yeah. yeah. Who, They're like good friends. Who marries the, the, the guy with the... Anemia. Yeah. The, and one of the things that... And so the last line is, she's like, what does he want? And he's like, he wants to change our lives. Ooh, such a good pilot full of intrigue. Yeah, and there's a lot of intrigue. Characters. I, th- and I think Robert wants, like, aims to, like, kind of murder this guy, actually. What? I think, or something. I mean, there's something, like, I, I don't know, maybe, whatever. I mean, it is very soap opera-y, but yeah, it is. it's like, I, I was like, ooh, this is good. I appreciated the way that they started the episode almost exclusively on the servants mm-hmm. rather than like we saw a little bit of the rich people but it was like we're going to show you sort of how the bread is made or the sausage is made yeah, how yeah. the bread is turned into sausage. Oh, any kind of food is made <laughs> speaking of which they sorry go on finish that i think that was basically the end yeah. just you you yeah, get a sense of how the household is put together before you then see who are the people who benefit from all this right. uh, work. Yeah, and all the people that are... Oh, and the girl from Game of Thrones, Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Is in, is in it, but she's not in the finale. One interesting thing is very early in the episode when they're learning about the Titanic, there's a scene where one of the servants is ironing a newspaper. Like, the newspapers are delivered, and then they take a hot iron, and they just sort of iron it like you would a shirt. And we just sort of looked at each other and like, why the hell did they do that back in the day? And then one of the daisies just like, why is he doing that? And there's like, oh, so you don't get black ink. Dry the ink. It's also like, Daisy, haven't you worked here for a while? Yeah. Like, they do this every goddamn day. <laughs> I've been in every episode except for the finale. She says, well, why are they ironing the newspapers? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's meant to be a dum-dum, I think. Yeah, and that comes across very, very clearly. Um, great. So, let's. we already established, Ben, you won the pilot this week. Because and it feels of, fucking amazing. I don't know good. why you guys didn't tell me this feels so good. That's why we wanted maybe, to keep it from you. Maybe you won't be locking those pilots so tight anymore. <laughs> um, so now onto a favo segment, which is who's your favo character? Mm. Favo car. 
Um, there are a lot of characters to pick from, so choose wisely. I love Bates. Gabby, you like Bates? Yeah, and Edith. Those are both good characters. Even yeah. Edith in the pilot? She's kind of just a, a sassy yeah, little... Yeah, she sucks, but that's funny. <laughs> I like it. It's true. Ben? Bates was very adorable in the... Uh... In the pilot, and not much of a factor in the finale. He basically just shows up. Yeah, he just comes for back. his wife to to give birth to in give that room, birth, and that's basically it. Bates I and are so cute. Yeah, I liked him the most in the pilot. In the finale, I liked Carson. Yeah, but he was a, a dick in the pilot. Yeah, Carson definitely got some softening over the series. It seems. Um, I really like Maggie Smith in both. Mm-hmm. She just sort of has this attitude and this old timeiness, and just like, oh, the world's changing, and there's not much I can do about it. But whatever, I can complain. She's so mad about electricity. Yeah, she's like, there's a scene. Yeah, she's where- worried about the vapors that yeah. are coming. Um, she's also she's kind of the only one who doesn't change. She. Uh, of all those characters yeah. she seems basically the same at the beginning and the end true i think that's because she has like that old person perspective but there mm-hmm. is a scene where she's worried about putting electricity in the bedroom because of the vapors yeah yeah that's pretty so funny. funny um yeah okay great uh one last question or favorite segment which is uh would you watch this show were it on today ben you go first i did enjoy the pilot and I know that it was a pretty popular show for a little while, and I can see why. But I feel like I've read enough stuff about how it sort of fell off in its later mm, years okay. that I probably wouldn't. Gotcha. But I bet it's good for uh, two or three seasons. Yeah. Gabby? Yeah, I think I would watch season one. You would? I don't think I would watch it. I don't think I was as caught up with the pilot as you guys were. It seemed, really? I loved it. It seemed like I understood like sort of all the drama and stuff that was going on. I liked the idea of a million characters all having different things going on. But the way that they handle it, even though I love the flowery language and the way they say it, it just slows everything down so much. That's how you talk. I know, and I like I like the language of it and, and the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, and I like the sound of my own voice. So when other people do when it. When you write things, that's how the people talk. I know, I love it. Okay. I wrote on Downton Abbey. Seasons, I would believe that. Two through five. Yeah. The bad seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Colloquially known as the bad seasons. Um, oh, well, that brings us to our favorite segment, which is plugs. Mm. Um, Gabby, you were plugging something earlier, I think. Or Ben, you were ben also. Ben was. Um, yeah, we'll plug youtube.com slash just between us show. That's my YouTube channel. And then um, Gabby Dunn, that's my Twitter. And then I will plug um, a listicle that shows you what the people from Downton Abbey look like when they're not dressed in Downton Abbey times, it, but in modern times. And that exists? Yeah, yeah. I've read it. Okay. Well, I don't know where. Visit our SoundCloud. Maybe we'll have a link to that. There, if you, really if you just Google what do people from period TV shows look like in modern times, there's a million articles about it. You can find them. About Natasha Leggero? Yeah, what does she look like in modern times? No, I'm talking about like Game of Thrones or like mm. Boardwalk Empire or whatever. Okay. Mad Men. What do Mad Men people look like? What do like? Mad Men look like? Yeah. Vince, uh, John Hamm with uh, messy hair. Yeah, and you're like, whoa, he looks so different. He's a tiny bit of stubble. This is crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I will plug, yep. I guess, the Red Wall series we yes. were talking about earlier. Ryan Jacques. Jacques. Uh, 
got Martin the Warrior. Yeah. Moss Flower. Uh, the Bell. Uh, the Bell Maker. The Bell Jar. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there, there was something about the Bell? Maker I know there were some some badgers. I have literally no idea Ooh, what yeah. either of you are talking about. There's a badger. There's there was a, a badger ferret. named Sunflash the Mace. Ooh, I yeah, remember. That's a good one. Boar the Fighter. I think Martin was the Warrior. Matameo. What is this? Um, a book series? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fantasy book series about animals, and they live in the Redwall Abbey. Some uh-huh. of them. And they drink like elderberry wine yeah, and like cordials. all these crazy sounding foods. The food's How incredible. Have be I like never Fox heard of another one. Marl, yeah, good. That was like was the this, last one. That's when I basically. How have I stopped. never heard of this? I don't, I don't know. know. It was huge. It was like really in my big. elementary school. We read Redwall in fourth grade, and then everybody in my school was just reading those things, devouring them. Never had that. Never. Harry Potter. That's all we got. This was. Uh, Slightly before, or yeah, it was before Harry Potter. In fact, I reread Redwall when I lived in Washington D.C. a couple years ago. Oh, how did it hold up as an adult? Uh, it was okay. It, like, it definitely wasn't as magical. Uh-huh. The food descriptions were as great as I remembered, and I still was just like, I don't know what any of these words mean. Maybe that's a flower. Maybe that's a word he made up. Uh huh. Um, but it's it's like there's like puzzle solving in it and it's kind of neat it's like a pretty like it's like a precursor to like harry potter kind of yeah i remember the, that's what it sounds the like. world yeah. felt as expansive as harry potter because there'd Definitely. be what they did that was really cool was different novels took place at different times so like yeah. in the first book which was red wall i red think wall was the first one. um you'd hear about this legendary guy martin the warrior who was like existed a yeah. hundred years ago and was like all of their hero and then in a later book it takes place in Martin the Warrior's time. Oh. I think the, like, the riddle was like, people. I am that is, I think is what it was. Oh, and it spelled Matthias? Yeah, Matthias is like, or Matthias. That's yeah. You guys, if I, here's what I feel Matt like Mateo is happening. Was his son, right? I feel like I like grew up in like a parallel universe, <laughs> uh-huh. and you guys are like, what are you talking about? These really famous books. And I'm like, this oh is like my what God. we had instead of Harry Potter? Yeah, like <laughs> a Matrix. The like there's a glitch in the Matrix happening right now, and like I just didn't grow up in the same universe as you guys. Like I had an alt universe. One of my one of the favorite Chappie pieces that my co editor made was just the same picture of Brian Jake reading to these students. It was just like eight panel cartoon of him just like <laughs> being really creepy to these kids, just saying like, Talking to the teacher, being like, "Oh, if this were Redwall Abbey, like we'd have had a snack by now." <laughs> it's just, it's really good. They, that's, that's this is for no one. The Chappie was your <laughs> humor for John magazine. Lyman, who I'm sure does like, not this listen is, to this. This is that whole story was uh, for nobody. It's but also for ben Brian Jakes it. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Author Brian Jakes appreciates when he's put into plug, uh, plug Brian comedy Jakes. magazine. I think he's dead. Cartoons. Oh well, my god! I think he died late, like recently, a he couple can of years. Appreciate it from hell <laughs> i meant whereas where everyone who writes magical children's books goes because it's witchcraft and because you're getting children all riled up this yeah. is like Redwall is so plug? much better than like twilight there was like nothing sexual about it it was great there's hair what was that hair's name like body the hair they always had like british oh, accents. The, ra- the rabbit so like what what yeah. oh yeah um my I, plugs i'll pl- sorry did the both of you take lsd in I'll, the fourth I'll grade at the same time and plug then hug brian jake <laughs> um, a series of books he had another i'm starting book. to think you two are doing a bit he and you're a, pranking me no, and a, you're just yes anding each other really well and you're like <laughs> pretending like this is a thing that i should know about and i have no knowledge of it he had is another book that i read no he had another book that i read about like long john silver or like the the oh the voyage of the dawn tre- no that was that was that's narnia <laughs> it was definitely what was that this is a prank you know narnia, Davy Jones. Right? what is Davy Jones i do Jones's know ship? narnia i do know narnia Davy the Jones's black pearl ship? no 
not in that it was like in like yeah it was like about this ghost boy who would help people with his ghost dog and they were like originally on a boat that sank or something uh, it was, that was like the only Brian Jake book that I saw that was not a red wall none book. of this is real um, I'll plug GarrettWerner.com a website I just bought and hopefully we'll figure it out oh by the time God. this podcast is released there's there. gonna be some uh, sick red wall tips on that there's site. gonna be a lot of red wall um, fan fiction a big forum very elaborate forum uh, expensive forum uh, for talking if about I Wikipedia this and it's not real, I'm gonna kill both of you. Won't uh, you be pretty impressed that we came up with all this all these names? Yep. So thank you for listening to our last podcast <laughs> <laughs> before Ben and I are murdered. Um oh shoot, Rad Dad Bad Pad. This would have been a good one because it's definitely not a bad pad and he seemed to have been a rad dad, but uh until next time, we were the finale rally sallies. God, I keep forgetting to call us the finale rally sallies. We That's have we been are. this whole episode the finale rally yeah. sallies. Yeah. We know people have really been nervous that you hear Gabby, Ben, and Garrett. Are and they like, the Sallies? This, yeah, the Sallies. It's us. It was us. It was the Sallies. The uh, thanks time. for sticking sticking in with it. Uh, and um, Downton Abbey was a very adorable show. It was. It was adorable. It very felt very PBS, very BBC. It felt like you know what I said. It felt like Christmas as a show. It really did, and I think that's the British part of it. Yeah. Ben, you want to take us out? Absolutely. Smoke if you got them. <laughs> no. Don't smoke. <laughs> Finale rally.